Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Today for our extra credit episode, I want to talk about AI. Yep, artificial intelligence and how it is taking over the world and our classrooms. Actually, even beyond that, people are so worried about ChatGPT, Notion, and even Google's Bard, and how students are going to use it in the classroom. But we don't think enough about how, as teachers, we can use it to simplify our own systems, routines, and how we can outsource some of the work to these chatbots. And so I want to talk today about five ways that you can use things like ChatGPT, Notion, or the Google version BARD, B-A-R-D, that are coming out to help you streamline and outsource different parts of your teacher schedule that now you can just let the robots take over. And to back up for a second, if you're not really sure what I'm talking about, there are almost think like Siri and your Alexa. And when you talk to them, they learn and they give you back information and they try to become smarter and figure out what you're going to ask or what types of answers you're looking for. So these are the exact same way, except they work as chat. So think about when you go to a website and they have a chat pop up saying that they have a person who is willing to help you if you're struggling with the website at all. It's not a person. It's actually just artificial intelligence that they've programmed for common questions and answers. And if their artificial intelligence can't answer it, then you are actually forwarded on to a person and put in a queue and you're waiting in line. So these are different types of AI systems where you can input a question, it peruses the internet, and it pulls back a summary and a response for you based on what you said. And ChatGPT is super fun to play with. Right now, it's still free. Um, I don't really think that's going to last super long, especially after I tell you some of the things that I've used it for and how amazing it can be. But it is a tool that not only can you ask it a question and it give a response, but then you can tell it to modify the response and to update it into certain ways. So let me give you examples within the five different ways that I think you need to start using this in your classroom and that I've already tested out. We're going to start off big with a heavy hitter. And to give some background, I'm recording this episode on Monday. In my Instagram stories earlier today, I walked through how I unit plan. I have created this science and this wonderful little unit planning kit spreadsheet that I love that tries to make it as simple as possible for new and struggling teachers and teachers who have 8 million new preps every single year like I seem to have. And I walked through how I unit plan a new environmental science unit. I have never taught environmental science. I don't have any real background in it. Um, I am kind of figuring it out as I go. And this unit is on pollution, which could go in my thought a million different ways. So I walked through in stories how I was going through the first couple weeks worth of lesson planning, but I came home and I decided to ask ChatGPT to create a unit lesson plan for me. So what I did is I went to ChatGPT's website And I typed into the prompt, create a unit lesson plan outline, including daily plans for a high school environmental science class about pollution. And it popped out a five-day unit plan for me. 
including each day's topic of what we would cover and suggested material slash assignments to have students do. Now, it wasn't the actual assignment, but it did give me like have them do a reading assignment over this topic. And let me tell you, that was something I would have never thought about when I read it. And I was amazed. But then I went back through and I said, I need to clear this up. Okay, so I, for prompt two, said, extend this lesson plan into three weeks covering land, air, and water pollution in separate sections. And it gave me three weeks worth of lesson plans that covered all of those topics and broke them down into more detail so that each day I have a full set of plans for students. Now, I am not saying I would use this all the time, but I am saying it gave me an amazing place to start from, especially if you are a new teacher who does not have resources. This was mind-blowing. But then part two, here's, here's another part that I extended off of that today. I also asked it after I had it made that rough unit plan that I am going to go back. I'm going to tweak. I'm going to edit. I'm going to add my own things. But man, is it helpful? I said, give me five open-ended response questions for a summative exam over this material. And it did. (laughs) It did. And it was amazing. And I never tested. I had to go pick up my kids. I never tested whether or not I could do true, false, and multiple choice questions. But question generation is amazing. I can ask it to just create a question bank for me of things that my students have never seen before, but apply to the material. And they're brand new questions. I don't have to worry about if this scenario is Googleable because it probably isn't in this exact instance. And that was also a weight lifted off of my shoulders because I do need to write a test for this unit. So one is it can do unit and lesson plans for you. Two is it can do questions, whether you want those for exam questions or you want them for um, quizzes or just homework. Along with that, number three, I have had ChatGPT make a rubric for me, an entire rubric that was tiered to the different expectations. I told it I need a 75 point rubric for a project where students designed a sustainable city. And then I gave it basically the intro paragraph that I put on the assignment for my students. And yeah, I did have to go back and tweak some things. But creating a rubric from scratch is also not my favorite thing. However, it did that for me. And it pumped it out and I could edit it. I could ask it for clarification. I could ask it to put in an additional topic. And it would do all of those things. So unit lesson plans, tests or assignment questions, and rubrics. Those are number one, two, and three. Those three are already big time savers, especially if you are a teacher who is new, has a new prep, or is just kind of struggling to feel like you can stay afloat. Those things are going to help kind of rescue you and bring you back to the surface. But some of the more atypical ways that I would actually suggest teachers use these types of tools in their classroom would be to write things like templated emails. You know, those types of emails, you know, that you're probably going to be sending out to parents over and over again about maybe a policy in your classroom or cell phone usage or students who maybe were absent from class that day. You can have ChatGPT write up an email to parents and just leave it as a blank template where you can plug in a student's name or you don't even have to. 
And you can then save that into a Google Doc and copy and paste whenever you're ready to go. This is something that I plan to do this summer just to get prepared and ready to go for the next school year, especially once I know what I'm teaching, so that I can be plug and play ready with all of my parent communication up front at the beginning of the year. To do this, I would actually sit down with your syllabus and say, write an email to a high schooler's parent who has violated this policy as written in the syllabus. And then I would copy and paste that part of your syllabus in there and let it go ahead and create all these templates for you. Don't forget to do the positives, but also sometimes those negative ones, it's nice to have something pre-written for. And the last way that I'm going to recommend you use these chat bots is actually as a decision maker to help relieve yourself from all the decisions that we do have to make. And it's going to seem really weird, but right now, ChatGPT is actually compiling for me a list of 10 different conferences in the Kansas City or St. Louis metro areas for this summer related to high school science educators. And it's giving me a summary of what each conference is about, what they promote, and the types of things that I can learn there. It's narrowing it down for me based off of statistics of page views and what people are searching for. So I know that these are backed recommendations from other people. Right before that, I had it create a list of 10 different ways I could spend a $1,000 educational grant in a high school physics classroom. And you can even have it do something as simple as what lunch should we get from this area for this day and see if it pops up anything useful. It's kind of weird to treat it like that, but it is almost a better Google because you're not just going to get a whole bunch of websites as a response. You're going to get a robot telling you what it thinks you might like, and then you can always filter the situations from there. So using that to take a load off of your shoulders and make some decisions that are kind of difficult to just think through when you don't have the brain power already, well, it's nice to have that little backup. Now, ChatGPT, Notion, and Bard, like I said, are not probably always going to be free, but currently they are if you're willing to wait for the downtimes when people are not using them as much. And I think it's a really worthwhile use of your time to get on board sometime this spring or this summer to set yourself up for success in the fall next year by utilizing some of these tools that we've talked about and more. P.S. I just had it write out a rough draft for a letter of recommendation because I've never written one of those before and now I can take it and tweak it. So there, the uses are limitless and as long as we are using it for the right reasons and we are not trying to copy and plagiarize work from ChatGPT like some English students are, then we can use it for all the amazing benefits it is. I hope that you got something out of this. And if you have any more ideas on how you might be able to use these chatbots in the classroom to simplify your days, go ahead and leave me a message over at Engineers Education or Simple Systems with Sam podcast on Instagram. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at Engineer Does Education so we can build a simple system together.